Hello everyone, welcome back to Safe Haven. I am your host Darlene Anjou. I am super excited that you came back. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the parenting style and also we're going to talk about the authority their voice have. Okay, let's dive in. The, f- the first parenting style is called authoritarian. The second one is called authoritative. The third one is called permissive. And the last one is called uninvolved. So all of these parenting styles were put in a category by the um, psychologist area department. I'm going to get into authoritarian. Authoritarian parents are very strict and they're very controlling. They have like a strong sense of um, justice and the need to for like obedience. So those type of parents are like the parents that are like very strict. They tell you what to do. They tell you what time to eat. They tell you what time to go to sleep. And they tell you what time to get back home. If you don't get back home on time with those type of parents, there will be repercussion. There will be punishment. You will definitely be grounded. You will definitely be given um, a time out for like little kids. They will tell you that, you know, this ain't your house. You are living under my roof and you will follow my instruction. That sounds like a lot of us, like a lot of um, parent, um, a lot of us that are like from the Caribbean, those type of parents are like very strict and they sometimes they want to pick your career. And it was said on the research that I did that um, those parents tend to um, cause their kids to have low self-esteem. They tend to be timid and those type of kids are most likely prepared for like the military because they're kind of like, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. And they don't have options on how they do life on their own. This type of parenting is kind of like the ones that make like the wedding arrangement. They're the one that's just like, oh, you can marry anybody into this family. You have to marry somebody of um, status. You have to marry somebody that's noble. And they tend to like control the kid's life. So that's why I'm like, those kids are most likely um, to succeed in the military because they're just so used to saying, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, whatever you say, sir, whatever you say, ma'am. So yeah, those are the um, first category of parents. The second category, authoritative, they're the type of parents that um, seek a balance between their kids' desires and their desire to be listened to. These parents are demanding and responsive. They're assertive, but not entrustive or restrictive. They want their kids to be assertive as well as social setting, responsible, and very much self-regarded. Kids that are brought up in such style are more likely as an adult to make competitive um decision than um you know than their parents making decisions for them their parents kind of like entrust them more they trust them to make the right decision because they were lenient they were willing to listen they were willing to communicate compared to the first category of the next category of parents is the permissive parents these parents are kind of like more warmer and more accepting they're kind they're more lenient with their kids they avoid confrontation they don't want no problem with their kids and they allow um considerable self-regulation like they allow their kids to think about what they're gonna do they allow their kids to think about the decision making um they may worry about like um thwart um thwarting their children creative and sensitive self they um they're much more responsive sometimes the parents um can be so out of touch with the pre-adolescence and also uh, the adolescence phase that 
they tend to forget like they're the parents and they just want to be like best friend with their kids. They want to be like pals. They want to be like, hey, I'm your friend. You know, you don't need, you know, you could just talk to me about everything. The permissive parent kind of like wants to give their kids or want from their kids what they were lacking. Like some parents were lacking in the way like they were raised, they weren't complimented enough. So they'll do little things for their kids to compliment them or tell them you did a good job, mom, or just like in the way they're dressed. Also, they will dress like they're very young. They will try to talk like they're very young. Those type of parents are like very much um, like teenagers or they're like kids like begging mommy, give me this or in this sense, they'll be begging their kids for like attention or for just like, um, compliment me. They just be asking for like attention, just the little things that their parents were lacking. They'll be looking for their kids to kind of like validate them, validate their parenting skill, validate them as a human being, just validation. They'll be looking for validation from their kids. And sometimes with permissive parents, it could just be that, you know, they're, they're poor or that they're busy or that they're trouble and they have like this lacking with their kids and they just feel like, you know, now is not the time for me to, you know, give my kids attention. I'll just do it later on. And it just continues, has like a cycle, you know, their kids is free doing whatever they want. Like that's how a lot of kids end up, you know, in wrong situation because those type of parents, um, tend to let them be free. And the last parenting style is uninvolved. Uninvolved parents demand absolutely nothing and they give back absolutely nothing <laughs> in return. Um, it's also like they're neglecting their kids kind of thing. They're they're um, not demanding. They're not responsive. Um, it's probably like the worst. It's the worst parenting style. And there's a lot of that. People don't see it. But um, in society, they tend to point the finger at like, oh, they're black. They're not attentive. They're not involved in their kid's life. And that's not always true. And I'm not saying that because I'm a black woman. But anyways, um, parenting style has been used to predict the um, child's well-being in numbers of area, whether it's their social skill, is their academic performance, or um, in degree of be, um, problem behavior. Um, an example would be the um, the first category I mentioned earlier. Um, kids like that tend to do very well in school. They um, don't engage in problematic things in school because they know that they have a parent at home that's like, once you get in trouble, your butt is on fire. That's like the first category. And they they lack self-esteem. They always feel like there's somebody watching over their shoulder. As they get older, they have like a lot of anxiety because, okay, if I don't do this right, mommy and daddy's not going to be happy, this and that. That's the type of kids, the first category of kids. The authoritative kids, they um, tend to do well with um, social setting. They do well um, in school and they avoid problematic behavior. Studies have shown that the beneficial of authoritative parents and the disadvantage of uninvolved parents are evident has in um early age has like preschool years it also shows in their like adulthood life it shows that their parents weren't too involved because those are the type of kids that typically get into trouble they're typically fighting somebody they're always like in some type of argument trying to find validation like i'm right this and that because they didn't get it from home 
the children of permissive parents may come to feel um, entitled to privilege and also to goods. If the parents try to regain control, the older children may see it as um, a power struggle and they can retaliate in the sense of like the way they treat their body, meaning that they'll get into sexual activities, they could get into substance abuse, they could just do things that are very dangerous like cutting cutting themselves, like um, taking themselves out of society in general. The uninvolved parent, basically they're not involved, like they're not in the picture. Those kids, just like I mentioned earlier, they tend to run into trouble. They tend to want trouble just kind of like in a way to get their parents' attention, just attention-seeking kids. And there's a lot of that going on around this time in our specific time. All that just to bring us into the authority of your parents' voice. With all three of these um, category, I'm sure you've heard me mention about like how powerful the parents' voice is, how like if the parents is very involved, what it comes with. Okay, so with the authority and the parents' voice, I'm just going to get into it briefly. Um, your parents' voice have a lot of authority in your life. Your parents' voice kind of like dictate how your life goes, like if your parents are super involved in your life, like the um, first category I mentioned earlier, they will make all the decisions for you. To them, you'll be going down the right path, but socially, maybe not so well. Um, the second category type of parents, they they're willing to listen. They're willing to let you tell them your opinion, and then they'll share their opinion. They're not really just like, oh, do this, do that, or they're not just speaking like to you, speaking over your life without your permission. The third parent is the one that's just like with their voice, with their authority. You don't really hear much authority in their voice. They're more so giving their kids authority to make decisions. They're giving their kids um, the ability to tell them what to say to them or to tell them, what do I need to say to you, like in this case? In the Christian world, I'm going to bring the Bible into this. In the Christian world, a lot of time, um, the parents will tell you, oh, Ephesians 6 says, children, obey your parents, this and that. In this case, it's not always like that, obey your parents, for this is right in the Lord, in the um, eyes of the Lord, and um, you will live long. That's not always the case, because parents tend to use that Ephesians 6 um, against their kids, just like, you have to listen to me, you have to obey my word. That's not always the case when it comes to somebody's life. Like, they use the Bible to manipulate kids a lot of time. I'm sorry to say this to my fellow Christian, but that's not the way it works, because with Christ, I'm going to use Christ as an example. Christ said, I know what the Father think and the Father um, knows what I think, meaning that God wasn't just telling Jesus like, oh, go save these people and do as I said. God was giving Christ the ability to make decisions on his own, the ability to talk to him, you know, just like the Bible says, for Christ is now like... In the Creole in the Creole world, I'm gonna translate it. They'd say like that God, um, Christ is like your um your lawyer that's like pleading your case. Like Christ is pleading your case before God, meaning that God is not telling Christ like be quiet. I know what I'm doing because I'm the one that created the world. Even in the beginning in the Bible, it will tell you that God spoke to um to the other two to um get their permission for them to be in total agreement to creating everything even like when Christ was making this in Genesis 1 verse 27 I believe it says that 
let's make men in our image, meaning that let's make men in our image. It wasn't just God making this decision. It wasn't Christ making the decision. It wasn't the Holy Spirit making the decision. They were in total agreement when it came to making such things. I say all that because I really want um, you guys, my listeners, and also like if you know anybody that might need to listen to this, share it with them. I, I want you guys to be cleared on where the word of God stands with your parents' voice. Because your parents' voice could dictate if your life goes well, and it could also dictate if your life goes downhill. Because God listens to your parent, but at the same time, God is not going to be an unjust God. He's not going to make it very hard on you. Like if your parents are speaking ill over your life, because they're kind of like, not just legally, but also spiritually, they're, um, they're in control of your life. They're kind of like, they have to say so. Cause um, one thing my spiritual mentor mentioned very often is that your parents have legal rights, not just physically, but also spiritually. They have legal rights to speak things over your life. They have legal rights to make things happen in your life. They have legal rights in almost every area of your life. So I'm always careful with like what my mom or dad says about me. If my dad says, oh, you will never be anything, I quickly rebuke it. Not that my dad has ever said that to me. My dad's very encouraging. If your parent ever say, oh, you'll never amount to anything. Or, um, for example, I know somebody that said to her um, daughter that, do you want to be in the project? She legit said this to her daughter. You will be in the project. You're going to have some baby kids and you're not going to have a degree. Push forward a few years later. That's exactly what happened. Her daughter has two kids. And her the father is not very involved. She doesn't have a degree. She um she's just kind of like staying at her mom's house, and she's just like, oh whatever with life. She just don't care about life. So like I say all of this. I'm giving examples. I'm sorry if I'm like talking very fast, but like I say all of this simply because I want you guys to be very careful with what your parents speak over your life, and you still have a chance for them to undo anything like they said over your life that wasn't good or that you felt like your life is going downhill. It's like, if your mom say you will never be rich, that will happen. You will probably never have money. And I'm not saying that it will happen, but you still have the authority to actually them to reverse it or to, for them to go into prayer and just ask God for forgiveness and speak something positive over your life. If your parents say you're retarded, because a lot of kids' parents, they will say it has a joke. But once that's put out there, because the um, the Bible says there's power in your tongue. Like whatever you say will come to pass. If you say somebody will die, most likely that person will die in a few days. So I want you guys to be very careful. I want the par- I want you to be very careful with what your parents speak over your life. If it's something that you don't want that they said about you or in their anger, when the, your parents are anger angry. Be careful what they speak over your life. The Bible says, be angry, um, but do not sin. And it says, do not let the sun go down in your anger. So don't let your parent go to sleep upset with you. Like, I know that with, with well, being from the Caribbean, it's very hard for you to really understand what your parents are thinking, what your parents are saying. But it's very important for you to make sure that your parents' words are not negative towards you. It is very important. I do not know how to stretch it enough for you. Like your parents' voice will dictate your life. 
whether they're uninvolved, whether they're um they're very involved, or whether they're very um permissive, like they want um permission or they're seeking validation. And a lot of times, parents say things to you because it was said to them in a younger age. It's not that they mean ill, but they don't know how to do better. They don't know how to speak better. And we have to learn as the new generation, as this generation, we have to learn on how to teach our parents. Like one thing I had to do, this is just a personal testimony. I always want to be very transparent with my audience. One thing I had to learn with my mom and dad, not really so my dad, my dad and I are getting on a better phase. Like with my mom, I had to learn to teach her how I wanted to be spoken to. I had to teach her how I wanted to be talked to, how I wanted to be um, treated because I noticed like my mom and my sister don't have the best relationship, meaning like my stepmom and my sister don't have the best relationship. And I wanted something good for my mom. I wanted her to treat me right. I wanted her to be able to talk to me about life. I wanted her to know about my life. With that being said, like she, in the beginning, my mom was just talking a lot of nonsense. Like it was just like very negative because I'm like, okay, this is not who you are. This is a product of your environment. A lot of time, the way we talk, the way your parents talk to you, it's a product of their environment. About It's also a product of how they were brought up. It's a product of um, their parents' environment. So a lot of time, we have to learn to teach our parents that this is not who you are. This is not what the Bible says you are. This is not who I want you to be. I want you to be able to listen to me. I want you to be able to talk to me when you're upset and let me know, like, this is what I did that upset you. This is how this and that um, didn't make you feel well. Because a lot of time, once you upset your parents, the first thing that popped up is a negative thought and they and boom, they release it into the air. Because trust me, there's a lot of time people always say it in this Christian world and also in the worldly world. I don't know how to put that. Once you speak something into the atmosphere, something grabs, it happens, it manifests. Like whatever you speak into the atmosphere will manifest itself, whether it is good or whether it is bad. A lot of time the bad manifests more than the good. So we have to be very careful with our mouths. I don't know, like if you're a young mother, if you're um, about, if you're planning to be a mother in the future, I hope that you're taking notes. I hope that you are aware that your, your mouth, your words, and um, what you speak over your kid's life will happen, will dictate who they are. Because even in Matthew's, I believe like when Jesus was being baptized, God said, this is my son whom I take great pleasure in. Meaning that there was there was in a time where Jesus was doing ministry on earth where God wasn't pleased with him because he's like, that's my father and my father speaks so highly of me. I have to make sure that I please him. So he always tried to find ways to please God. Like he would go into prayer. I'm not saying go into prayer for your parents. Like, yes, you could go into prayer to pray for your parents or to find out how to please your parents. But you can also communicate that with them and ask them, hi, mom, how, what can I do to be a better son? Hey, dad, what can I do to be a better daughter? Or just sit down in general with your family. Like, okay, this is what you can do to be a better mom. If you're a mom, this is what I this is what I want from you to be a better kid. I want you to bring me back A's and B's. I want you to come home at ten and and the um at night. I want you to come home at like eleven. Whatever the curfew is, establish a way of communicating with your parents. That way, later on, they don't speak evil over you. The authority on your parents' voice is very important. In the Bible, you will see that um, when um, I believe it was Isaac, when he was about about to die, he wanted to bless um, his son Esau. 
Esau almost more like very manly. He was like always at war, always up in the morning getting work done. Whereas Jacob was home, like being a mama's boy, Jacob was stuck at his mom, learning how to cook, all of that. And then Isaac told his wife, like, I'm about to die and I want to give one of the, I want to give Esau the blessing. And the blessing of your parent is very, very important in whatever you do in life. Even before I put this podcast out, I sat my mom down and I told, I said, mommy, I'm about to work on a project and I really want you to bless me. My mom was all for it, meaning that I'm not saying that my mom's speaking that over my life, meaning I'm going to be successful. I know that God is with me through throughout this whole progress of doing this podcast. But like my mom's blessing was important to me. My dad, we haven't like really gotten into this to let him know what I'm doing. But um, to go back into the story, um, Isaac goes into um, into like total blindness. So he don't know the kids. He like, he don't know the difference with the kids. And um, his wife hearing that, you know, oh, your dad's about to bless people. And God had probably revealed to her like what um, Jacob was about to be because God sees everything. So she um, tells Jacob, go make your dad favorite stew because that's what the dad was demanding of Esau. She tells Jacob, go make your dad favorite stew. And like they kill an animal and they put the, the you know, the, the hair over um, Jacob and all that stuff. And then Esau missed the chance of getting that blessing. If you go further into reading, you will see that Jacob's name is is no longer J um is no longer um Jacob is he's called Israel. He is blessed and everything possible. Like his household is blessed. Like the community he stayed in is blessed. That's why like it's very important for you to receive your parents' blessing, even in the um in the Bible, um, I'm going to get a lot into the Bible because I know a lot of this story. It goes into saying like when Joseph's father, I believe um, Joseph's father was Jacob. So before Jacob passed, Jacob had um, Joseph bring his two sons so that he could bless them. And he also blessed Jacob, um, Joseph. I'm sorry, there's a lot of J in that family. Um, but he also blessed Joseph because Joseph, God was revealing things to Joseph and because Joseph was the son of his favorite wife, Rachel, Rochelle, or however you want to pronounce it. In the Haitian culture, they say Rachel, and I translate it to Rachel. Um, yeah, he blessed Joseph, and he blessed Joseph's kids, meaning that your grandparents could bless you. Your um, If your grandparent bless you, and then your parent bless you, that's one of the greatest blessings ever to receive it from your grandparents. I didn't get the chance to be blessed by my grandmother, but I know like my grandmother's prayers kept us, kept me and my um, seven other siblings. But um, yeah, like your parents' voice have a lot of authority because whatever your parents ask of God for you, it will come to pass. Whatever your parents put out there about you, it will come to pass. So I encourage you. I want you to be very careful with what your parents say over you. If they say something negative in their anger, let them calm down and then go talk to them and see that and see if they could reverse what they said or go into prayer with them or just talk to them and be like, mom, you said this and that and I didn't really like it and have them speak something against it. Honestly, that's the one thing I could say. Just have them say something that undo it because like sometimes in the old bible time i know a lot of bible i know you guys are probably going to be tired of me saying this um whenever a decree was made or was written in the book of esther there was no way to undo it but by writing another decree so i would just encourage you guys to have your parents speak something positive over your life 
I know by now you guys are probably thinking this girl is always giving us Bible references. But like I mentioned in the intro, I really want to connect the word of God with um, whatever I'm covering. I really, really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to contact me on Instagram, Darlene underscore Anjoud. If you want to contact me on Facebook, it's Darlene Anjoud on Facebook. I am also on Snapchat. I believe my name is I underscore Darlene. Or you could just find me with my name, honestly. Just let me know what you think. Like, get into my DMs. Let me know if you want me to cover any topic or if I'm doing too much talking, if I'm doing doing too much run-on sentence, if I'm, you know, just running my mouth too much. (laughs) Honestly, you guys, just, like, hit me up. Let me know what's going on. Feel free to leave me a rating, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. I am super happy that you tune in to Safe Haven. I will see you next week with a different topic. You guys have a great rest of your week and enjoy your weekend. I hope that this week that's coming ahead is great for you guys.